0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 571, recorded live on Saturday, September 15th, 2018. And here are your hosts. The man who just built himself a PC, Dave Pillay. Hello. And the man who is still tearing them apart for work, Andy Lowe. Hi.
1: I I didn't build it for myself. Oh. I built it for a friend. But yes, I built a PC yesterday. It's a little. I don't know if it's more nerve wracking or less when it's all someone else's parts.
0: Oh, I, it's, it's if it's always somebody else's stuff. It's so much more nerve wracking than if it's your own. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Like
1: it is and it isn't. Oh, I, in, I, I did. I did double check that I'd put the CPU in properly. <laughs>
0: You used, you used thermal paste,
1: right? Uh, there was thermal paste on the fan already. Okay. So no. But again, that was like a little like, well, wait a minute. Like, do, do I need that?
0: You know, I have got to be careful with the power cords in there as well. And, you know, you want to make everything look nice. And it's... Yep.
1: Yep. His, his, like, his case came with zip ties. That was pretty cool. Did it like come the, with
0: places to mount said zip ties?
1: Well, so it, it actually came with Velcro straps in the case to just like use, but it also came with additional zip ties to take all the, the um like the spare cables and, and just tie them together. Just
0: really tiny zip ties. Okay.
1: It was it was cool. Like I I had not seen that before. Have you?
0: Um well I've seen the uh the ones that I've seen recently have little like sticky backed things <laughs> that you would stick in the case and they'd be kind of like a like a adjustable clamp. So you can, you know, you, you put it where you want to put it, you put the cords in there and it's got a little like ratcheting clamp sort of thing to hold them in place. Oh wow, that's neat. So when you need to take something out, you just pop it open and then it's out again. Now, were there any were there any issues routing cables or no? No, no.
1: Um, the only issue is the motherboard's SATA drive inputs were not easily accessible given the design of the case. It's very hard to describe what the case was like, but it's it's one of the more modern designs where you have two sides to the case. You have where the hard disks are, and you have where the motherboard is. Ah. And so you have to pass the SATA cables through a, a gap between the two sides. Gotcha. And you feed, like, the power cables through that. And you to, It's to keep the, the motherboard side clear, right? The idea is you bring everything out near where it needs to be, and so you don't have a bunch of wires and cables crisscrossing the motherboard.
0: <laughs> Did yes. I tell you about the design of some of the older Dell computers? No. So it was, I think it was a T3500. Big Dell computers with that big, like, steel grate on the front. Yeah. They ran the power cord for the motherboard under the fan setup for the CPU. So if you ever like had to change the, the power between supply. Between
1: the fan and the computer?
0: Yes. So if Why? you ever had to replace the power supply, which, you know, most likely will be one of the first things to fail on a computer. Yep. You have to unplug the cabling and then you literally have to remove the, the fan, fan and heatsink off of the CPU in order to feed the cable back out and put the new one back in. And then you have to reattach the fan and the heatsink to the CPU. Wow. Yeah. And if you think about it, these computers, you know, are in business environments, office environments. So there's a lot of, you know, dust and other things going around. <laughs> so. I would have to literally vacuum out the fan and the heatsink to try and get all the dust off of it, because the last thing I want to do is try and lift it up, and get a whole bunch of dust to fall in between, you know, the CPU and the heatsink, and then cause, you know, thermal issues. They fixed it now in the newer models, so at least we're good on that. Cool. That's crazy. That's the bad design. Yeah. Yep. So that was the only problem with this
1: one, was the, the SATA cables were not accessible. Or the SATA ports, rather. The cables were fine. The ports were not accessible. Now, what oh, there type was of... a second design. Uh, there, so there, the, it's designed for two and a half inch drives to be mounted against like a crossbar on the back of the the case. But to put the crossbar in, if you have three drives, you can't actually mount it. The, the corner of the crossbar where it's supposed to like come in at an angle, and then flatten out. You can't flatten it out because the case is hitting one of the drives. So it's li- it's supposed to have space for three drives. It has space
0: for two. And these are two-and-a-half-inch drives, right? Yeah, it also has space for two, three-and-a-half-inch. Okay, that's funny. Oh, yeah, the case has room for three, but you can't actually put three in it. In there,
1: yeah, you have to all, you can only use
0: two. That's a bit silly.
1: It Yes, it is. It is not the case I had recommended he get. It was a much, 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 much cheaper case than what I recommended he get.
0: God, I still have that case sitting in the other room. Which From case? The one I won at PAX. Yeah? <laughs> Just
1: to <laughs> it out? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you going to do anything with it? I should
0: probably do something with it at some point, right?
1: Maybe. Just possibly. I'm looking at building Laura another computer. She's like... Ever since we've been together, her desktop was my last desktop, and I feel kind of bad about that. So I think the next computer I'm going to build might be hers.
0: We got Kate, actually, a, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a Dell. Hold on, let me look.
1: Dude, you're getting a Dell.
0: Yeah, it's a Dell Inspiron. I mm-hmm. opened it up just to look, and it looks like they just picked, like, a motherboard from a laptop, and then just <laughs> modified it for a they desktop like threw computer. threw it in there? Well, it has you know on board video and on board audio and everything's on board the one main board. Mm-hmm. So they just have like little things running out for the, uh, for the. I think they've got a riser in there for the PCI slots. But yeah, I open to the box. I'm like shit. There's, there's, not, a, there's not a lot in here. <laughs> oh, other question is, uh, what's what? What is the interface for your uh, monitors?
1: Uh, on on the computer we built. Yeah. So he got a. Uh, an Nvidia 1070 Ti, which had an HDMI port, two, nope, three of the weird, not quite HDMI, but HDMI. Do you know the thing I'm talking about? Where it's not a trapezoid. It's not an isosceles trapezoid. It's a, it's a legit trapezoid. Where like one side is straight up and down, perpendicular to the other two sides, and then the, th- the fourth side is is angled.
0: Are you talking like a DisplayPort adapter? Yes. Are you are you googling a display port adapter now to look I, at it?
1: I am. Yeah, it's DisplayPort.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're seeing all Why? those now.
1: Why? Like what I, I haven't seen any computers, any monitors that use
0: it. Like Oh, you haven't? No. Not recently. Oh my gosh. Okay, so uh we have monitors that fail all the time as well, right? Because these monitors are on basically twenty four seven. Yeah. So they, they only last a couple of years before they just... Give po- up. Yeah. Yeah. I can't find... I found one one monitor that Dell still sells that actually has a VGA and a DVI connector on it.
1: Everything else is DisplayPort and HDMI? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's the size of the interface, I think, is what it is. I don't know. The it fact- also,
1: So the, the, the disc had the three DisplayPorts, one HDMI port, and a DVI... Uh, but I don't know what the dash, whatever, is for it. It was the standard on the left and then a single horizontal cross on the right.
0: Oh, that's DVII.
1: Okay. That's scary that you know that.
0: <laughs> Dave, what is my job?
1: Not like your job is, is tech in general. Like you're, you are the tech support. Yes? Yes. You do not specialize in like.
0: Oh, wait, no, you monitors. said just the horizontal? Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's DVI-D. Okay. Are you sure?
1: Yes. I thought C yes. had the cross. No. Hang on, hang on. Let me look this up.
0: Sorry, DVI, yeah, DVI-I Yeah, has the four dots across the horizontal line, two on top, two uh, below. Okay, yep. Yeah, DVI-D. It had the DVI-D dual link. Yeah, I had discovered all that there when, um... We got new automation computers, and everything was set up as VGA and DVII, mm-hmm. and then the graphics card that the new automation computers came with was DVID. Yep. And you can't plug a DVID. Nope. Or you can't plug a DVII into a DVID port. It just it doesn't work. So it's just like great. Got to order all new cables, and I got to make sure they're DVID cables, otherwise they won't work. And it's just oh.
1: It was a terrible decision to have a standard like that because you have all these cables that almost fit but mm-hmm. don't fit and it's not easy to tell which cable is which
0: oh so the other fun bit is the fact that so the display port adapters can run dvi okay but you can't <laughs> i had a monitor that was just that just had a display port thing on there i'm like oh well i can just do this i took you know the DVI to display DisplayPort adapter, plugged it in the computer, ran the DVI cable, and then took the DVI cable, plugged in another DisplayPort adapter, and plugged it in the other side? That doesn't work. What? what? Why not? I'm not exactly sure, but it doesn't work. And people on the forum says that, no, you can't do that. And I'm like, but why? Because... <laughs> oh, the hell is DVI-A? That's, oh, that's just the analog. Andy, what's the D stand for in DVI? Is it? I thought it was digital. That,
1: that's what I thought too. So, yeah, did digital think and visual about that? interface. So, did anyone think about that DViA?
0: Digital visual visual interface analog.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Anyway, the it, it went off without a problem. Uh, we got it running. We got it plugged in. We got not in that order. Uh, we downloaded Windows 10 installer from the internet and put it on a flash drive and loaded Windows 10 and that was it. It worked out well. You've been taking apart computers? Oh still? yeah,
0: still. There's about 40 still left that I know of.
1: Jeez. And these are the ones that you're like really taking apart and like you're scrapping the metal.
0: Yes. Because these are computers that are like the ones we're getting to now are, are were Windows x p and earlier, so you know a lot of the components are not able to be used in newer computers, yep, so it's like, okay, well, you know part of the uh part of the requirement for the company is that we need to recycle these things, so it just that's hmm.
1: not easy to do. you can't just throw it in the recycle bin,
0: nope. And most other places like, oh, yeah, we'll just take these off your hands for free. And it's like, well, wait a second. I can, you know, just spend a few minutes on my own Mm -hmm. and take them, you know, to the scrap place and then get, you know, an okay amount of money.
1: Yeah. How much money do you get per computer?
0: Uh, depends on what's in the computer. Okay. Hard drives. We can normally get about 40 cents a pound for a hard drive. Motherboards, depending on the quality, are somewhere between ten to twenty cents per pound cpus depending on the c p u those you can get like a buck or two a pound, but there's they're they're pretty lightweight,
1: yeah, but they're like total gold on the back,
0: yeah, I wonder if they got the updated prices materials and pricing here we go oh, you just have materials they don't oh electronic pricing. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, computer fans, five cents a pound. Floppy drives. All the all the optical drive stuff is 10 cents a pound. RAM is eight dollars a pound. Yeah. yeah. They say if if you just bring them a computer, just, you know, you, you literally unplug and you take it to them, they'll give you 12 cents a pound for it. Cool. So it's not much. We just use it to reinvest back into, you know, uh, buying equipment and that sort of things. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's interesting to look back at the old things going, oh, my gosh, you know, when this was new, it was cost, you know, how many thousands of dollars, especially the the broadcast-specific components. And you look at it now, and it's like, this is literally going to be scrap. It yep. is no good to anybody anymore.
1: Please get rid of it. Yes.
0: I can segue out of this, though.
1: Yeah, that that's impressive. What do you got?
0: Well, speaking of broadcasting, next week, or this week, uh, on the 20th, Going to be the next national alert test. Cool. So on September twentieth, there's actually going to be two alerts that go out nationwide.
1: What will those two alerts be? Please tell me one of them is a missile alert. No. Oh.
0: God, I still remember we were we were literally recording when that one went out, and I'm just like, what the frack?
1: Like why uh, is there a missile alert?
0: Yeah. The uh so there's the there's the normal standard T V and radio alert that's gonna go out at I think two twenty. So that's you know, your standard, you know, this is a test of the emergency alert system. If this was an actual emergency, you would you know be notified about blah blah blah. Yeah. But the new one that they're trying is a wireless emergency alert.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. So like everyone's phones will go off at the same time?
0: Pretty much, yes.
1: Do they they think maybe that will cause panic?
0: Well, they're really trying to let people know that, you know, this is happening, which um, I actually haven't heard anything about it, especially, you know, from my phone.
1: Right. Like, I'm picturing a movie theater. I'm picturing weddings. I'm picturing, like, all the, the places where having your phone go off would be wholly inappropriate. And they're going to trigger everyone's phone to go off. Yes. Do you, so-and-so, take so-and-so to be... uh, uh, uh.
0: Literally, everybody's phone goes off at the same... Oh, man, I almost want to do that now. I want to get into a large public place at 2.18 Eastern Time and just see what happens.
1: A lot of people are going to be like, what?
0: Where's a place around here that a lot of people will be, and they'll all have self... Oh, I wonder if I could just sneak into a classroom on Western's campus.
1: Or go to a coffee shop,
0: Andy. But yeah, no, but you know, like if they have one of those big, like, auditorium sized oh, classrooms. Oh, those lecture halls? Yeah, yeah a lecture easily,
1: hall. You could easily walk in there. No one's going to notice.
0: Yeah, just walk into a <laughs> lecture hall right around, you know, to something and just literally wait to see... You know, the chaos ensuing of everybody's phone going off.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. Like, I get that we want to use the emergency alert system, but people aren't ready for this. If I have my phone on silent, will it still trigger?
0: Uh, I do believe so. It's kind of like the Amber alerts. So it will force the phone to, to trigger the volume. Yes. I do. I do believe so. Let me double check.
1: What day is this?
0: It's uh, Thursday, September 20th, at 2.18 Eastern Time.
1: Cool. I'll be teaching a class.
0: <laughs> you should literally pause the class at like 2.17 and you're like...
1: Nope. Well, one seventeen for me. Yeah, um, one seventeen. The class will have just started, because it starts at 1 o'clock, so I'll just have to be like, hey, by the way... If your phone goes off, that's just a test.
0: You should just tell people, though. be like, you know, it's like, I'm predicting that I'm going to set your phones off, everybody's phones off. No. <laughs> what, pull, you can't pull a Karnak the Magnificent? Not doing it. Oh. But, like, some of them
1: will be using their phones, because it's a virtual class.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So they're going to be calling in, and it's just going to be like, ah, ah, god damn it.
0: Yeah, you cannot block the notifications. You also cannot customize the sounds used for emergency and amber alerts as well. Yep. Oh, if you want to get the information without the noise, you can you can supposedly turn the sound off on your phone.
1: Okay. So you'll get the notification if your phone is on silent. Yes. It will respect the alarm settings, probably, or like the system settings or something.
0: Well, you can't you can't do not disturb it. So if your yep. phone's on do not disturb, it will still come through. Great. Yep, and then literally two minutes later, the TV and the radio stations are going to do their national test. So, it's going to be a fun time for everybody. So, what you said Thursday at 2.18 Eastern? Yes. Hang
1: on. Opening up my calendar. Thursday the 20th event, Thursday the 20th at, I'll say, 2 o'clock. Nope, 1 o'clock. Intertitle Emergency Test
0: at one
1: hundred eighteen. Cool. Well thanks for that informative
0: bit of knowledge. Yep. I'm here to teach you, and you're here to learn? Uh,
1: no not usually. No. Not not typically. Mm-mm. I'm here to learn. Oh my god, it's so hot, Andy. Why did it get hot
0: again? Because it's not winter.
1: But it's, like, supposed to be the fall. We're getting out of summer. It's friggin' 85 degrees outside.
0: Yeah, and we're going to a football game after this. Oh my god, good luck. Well, we don't have to stay. We didn't pay for the tickets, so... Okay. Yeah, the the, the Western always does for one of their first home games, the Comm University night, so all the... um. All, all like the businesses and stuff and nonprofits and get little like tailgating tents. So they have like a tailgate before the game and then everybody gets into the game and then Yep.
1: The uh the weather channel evidently did a really cool thing about the floor uh Hurricane Florence and the storm surges. Have you seen the news about
0: this yet? Oh the uh that alter uh augmented reality yep. flood storm level surge. thing.
1: Yep. Yeah. Of like here's what it would look like. That was powered by
0: Unreal. Did you, did you ever watch the uh, tornado one that they did? Nope. Oh, they did another one with the tornado stuff there where they literally destroyed the studio around him. Oh my god. Due to, you know, the different levels of tornado.
1: Yep. Of like what the damage would be. Yeah. Well, go Weather Channel. Okay. Uh, other wireless news Sprint and T Mobile. They're on again, off again is like. Currently
0: on again, but mom is saying no. Mom's saying, hold on a second. Let me get all the story first.
1: Okay. Mom, mom wants more information.
0: Yes. So normally they have when, you know, mergers are, you know, because the FCC has to approve the merger. Yeah. Because they're telecommunication companies. Normally they give themselves about 180 days. They call it the 180 day shot clock to try and, you know, give approval, disapproval for the, the mergers. Yep. But they're putting a pause on the shot clock right now because they're uh they asked for uh economic modeling and other sorts of engineering stuff from the companies and they didn't get all the information till September fifth. So they're like wait a second, we just got a whole bunch of information, you know. You guys mm. originally announced this in April.
1: And it took you five months to get the information to us.
0: Yeah. Okay. So they're, you know, it's like hold on, give us a second to actually go through all the information that you just basically dumped on us.
1: So it's it's a hold on. Yeah. It's not it's not stopped, but it's hold on.
0: Yeah, it's it, T-Mobile and Sprint have responded saying that they appreciate the FCC is taking the time necessary to fully understand the merits of the merger. The additional review time is <laughs> common to the FCC merger reviews and we recently supplied a large amount of data to the FCC that they want sufficient time to assess.
1: Yeah. Well, what can I say? Their stock has gone mostly up. Sprint's has it went up enough that I got out of it. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> Tired of this back and forth.
0: Just do my thing and then we'll be good. Yeah. Really? Their stock ticker is just S?
1: Yep. They somehow got that. <clears throat> wow. One of 26 companies in the world that gets to do that. I actually know two of them. I bet you know F.
0: Well, that's Facebook, right?
1: Nope, that's FB. Oh. Come on, Andy. F? That would have to have been taken long before Facebook was a thing. I, I don't know. It would be Ford. Oh, okay. I wonder what the others are. I'm kind of curious now. Agilent Technologies. Barnes Group. Citigroup. <laughs> uh, I don't think anything is E. Really? Ford is F. Genpact Limited.
0: Market summary. ENI SPA, an Italian multinational oil and gas company, headquarters in Rome, has a stock ticker of E. Okay. But that's not
1: on the NYSE.
0: No, that's what it says. NYSE E.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, there it is. Any spa. Uh,
0: H is Hyatt. I is Intelsat. No J's. Really, no Jay. K is Kellogg. Yep.
1: Wow. Wait, how is Kellogg do Wow. Wow. Okay. Market's going up. Yep. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We should probably move on. <laughs> After we've already gone
0: through half the alphabet.
1: No so, not a half. We stopped at two K. more. <laughs> we needed two more. Not quite a half. Just almost.
0: Oh, man. Right, so other phone news. Yeah. So the new OnePlus phone. Has no headphone jack. Yes, which was funny because recently, in March 13, 2018, was this the CEO of... Yeah. Yep, of... OnePlus. OnePlus asked on Twitter, do you like headphone jacks, 2018 edition? 19,374 responses. Yes. 88% were yes. So he asked, hey do you guys like headphone jacks? And everybody's like, yes, yes, we do. You're like too bad. <laughs> too bad. Cause the next phone that's coming out is not going to have one, which is funny because during the one plus six unveil, one plus took several jabs at Google and Apple for getting rid of the headphone jack on their phones. Yep.
1: Good job guys.
0: Well, this article, is. I specifically found this one because this one kind of suggests that because they outsource their components, the uh, internals, um, the R17 Pro doesn't have the the equipment that they're, you know, buying, they had to get rid of the headphone jack.
1: Yeah, but then look for a different hardware vendor. Like, (laughs) you know what your people want, you ask them what they want.
0: So yeah, so somebody else that you know they 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 basically what does it say here? Uh, yeah, doesn't have any amount of the same resources as Samsung, LG, so and such. It turns to Oppo for manufacturing and distribution of its phones, and the new Oppo phone doesn't have a jack, so therefore they don't have one either. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my God, Andy! There's something you you left out about the the alert test on September twentieth. It is the presidential alert.
0: Yes, that's the one that they have to use for a nationwide test.
1: Okay, but just like, in this day and age, those terms don't really sit well with me.
0: Yes, but it's, it's presidential in name only. This was set okay. in the books long before is, our current president was sitting in the office.
1: This is, this is not like Donald Trump could be like, I want everyone to know I just tweeted it. Send out an alert.
0: No, there there has to be an, a legitimate national disaster. Oh, believe me, the amount after Hawaii, the yeah. amount of hoops people have to jump through now, especially for these wireless alerts, is just ridiculous. Okay. Granted, we just had uh, recently in our local alert system, somebody accidentally sent out a required monthly test rather than a required weekly test. So that was fun. There's different levels of tests that are sent out mm-hmm. on a weekly and monthly basis. And yeah, Ugh, even then Christ. it's like, you know, you guys are giving us crap. Stop that. You're making us look <laughs> bad.
1: No one likes these.
0: Well, it's funny. The first time I knew that the national test was coming, like, you know, I was talking to somebody. I was at working at Aluminum in the HR office. And like, you know, the other HR workers thought like, you know, that was going to come over their computers or something. I'm like... No, they they don't have it set up. It's just gonna come over the the radio. Yep. Hello there, Isaac. Uh okay, what else do we have? Um other phone news.
1: Oh god, more?
0: Yes. But wait, the there's more. <laughs> there's more. So Google's testing out Android Pie right now. Right? Yeah. Which is funny because I think I'm still waiting for Oreo to show up on my phone.
1: Which version number is Oreo? I've lost count at this point.
0: (laughs) Or do I have Oreo? Hold on, let me see. Uh, It's the about
1: phone, right? Help. No, about phone.
0: Android 8 is Oreo.
1: Okay, then I have Android 8.
0: Okay, so you have Oreo. I guess I have it as well, actually. But anyway, so Google is trying out, um, is, is testing out Pi right now. And one of the big things with Pi is they uh it has better battery life doing, you know, software sort of stuff. Okay. Well, um, they're trying out different battery saver options there and uh if your phone if you actually had a phone that was running Pi, yep. um Google accidentally rolled out the battery saver feature remotely uh to a bit more users <sighs> than intended. Okay. So batteries were turning on to battery saver mode at like 99%.
1: Oh, oops. Like hey, your phone's battery is low. No, no it's not. I, it, it's it's full.
0: But you know, the the battery saver mode would, you know, have apps stopped updating in the background, location services weren't in use when your screen is locked and you know, notifications would be delayed. But oops. It's kind of scary that they could do that.
1: I mean, of course they can. Yeah. They have like
0: total access. But yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah <laughs> Cause like, oh, Android Pie Let's test this out Wait, why is everybody complaining about their phones right now? Oh That's why Yep uh, Okay duh, duh, duh. Where's my other phone story? I got another one here, I know it Do we have one more?
1: There's uh, scam phone
0: calls? Yes
1: Hi, this is Ann We've been granted a limited-time
0: special offer. Fuck you! <laughs> well, I just like the people's like, this is, you know, customer service to call you about your current credit card. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not.
1: So, a lot of scam phone calls out there.
0: Yes. The percentage of scam calls in the U.S. increased from 3.7% last year. To 29.2% this year.
1: 29%. One third of phone calls on mobile devices were scam calls. Yes. I mean, I'm getting, I believe it, I'm getting like two to three a day.
0: Oh yeah. No, I've got, I can't even tell you anymore because I, you know, once I get a, a scam call from a number, I just automatically block it.
1: But it never comes from the same number. At least for me, it never comes from the same number.
0: Hold on, let's look at this. This is the last one. All history. Oh, nope, that one was a one-time only. Three, five, three, two, one, eight, six. Yeah, that was a one-time number.
1: So, like, that's the problem. If it were just one number, yeah, everyone would block it. <clears throat>
0: I should just make a whitelist of phone numbers and I'll be like, I will not answer your phone call.
1: Well, but then what if someone like legit actually needs to call you?
0: They can leave a message and then I'll call them back. Mm. I love how this uh, company that did the the calculating here expects that it's supposed to rise to 44.6% next year. Jeez. It's just really that's <laughs> Yeah. Oh.
1: Oh, hi Isaac.
0: He somehow tripped and fell in an empty yep. hallway.
1: Yep. Well, when we don't know where our feet are, especially because our feet are in a different place today than they were a week ago.
0: Yeah, he's he's getting big. We're going to have to Lower the crib down another step. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. They grow up so fast. Well, have you actually looked at, like, a growth chart for a baby within, like, the first year? Uh, no.
1: I've never had cause to. Are you about to send me one?
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to find one. Mm -hmm. So this one is... Uh, birth to 36 months.
1: Oh my god, he's huge. Kate just sent me a picture.
0: Yeah. It's like you see that their length at, you know, length at birth could be a minimum of 18, but by the time they're a year, they're already 10 inches taller. Yeah. Then at two years, they've added another, looks like five, six inches. So that first year, it's just like a skyrocket, (laughs) and then it starts to level out. Was that, that's a logarithmic growth?
1: Uh, no, it's it's actually not, like, any sort of standard. I guess if you wanted to model it closely, you're looking at a log, but it's not.
0: Do I get points, though, for kind of estimating it as a log, logarithmic log growth? No. No? No.
1: You could probably also estimate it with a, uh, a square root, which would be a hell of a lot easier to compute.
0: Probably, yes.
1: Let's see. Um... Function to estimate growth chart. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. It's all business growth. Oh, who is this? Published May 30th. National Center for Health Statistics in collaboration with the National Center for Chronic Disease Prevention and Health Promotion, the CDC. All right, cool. The CDC produced a growth chart. That's a really weird graph, though, because, like, (laughs) the left has two different axes, and then the right has two different axes. Well, but they're the same axis it's just yeah it's it's a very clever chart actually oh yeah no
0: it makes makes
1: sense um we we have it in our software and it it will like plot the point against the chart so you can see where your baby has been
0: oh look at that yes no I literally have a thing out here for um, uh, accessing my chart yeah <laughs> right in front of me you you should totally do that just putting that out there <laughs>
1: <laughs> I heard that.
0: <laughs>
1: Go for it. Go for it. I will just recuse myself from the review. <sighs> I'd like to review my own company's product.
0: <laughs> I do that on a daily basis. Right. Um so, yeah, speaking of kids. Okay. Uh the United Kingdom's uh Internet Education or the UKIE, that is the the Association of Interactive Entertainment, the UK version of the ECA. Okay. Wait, the ECA or the uh, ESA? Uh, Which one's the trade association? I'm pretty sure that's the ESA. Okay. So this this is the UK version of the ESA.
1: Yeah, the ESA, the not the European Space Agency, the Entertainment Software Association versus the ECA, which is the Entertainment Consumer... Where did it go? Yeah, Entertainment Consumers Association. So the the ESA is the software companies. Okay. The ECA is like the software companies saying, let's do things for the consumers. Gotcha. So this is the the version of the... E-S-A. Yes. Okay.
0: So, um, these were, yeah, because these were the guys who started up the P-E-G-I rating system, just like okay. the E-S-A. S-A, yeah. Okay. So. The Peggy. Peggy 13. Yep. So these guys. Yeah. Wanted to study, you know, children and online safety and that sort of thing. Yeah. But instead of interviewing the parents, they actually yeah. went out and interviewed over 2,000 students in the UK. Okay. Because they wanted to get the actual, you know, I guess, straight from the horse's mouth sort of thing. Right. And they asked, you know, does your family set any limits for how much time you spend online? 35% said, no, they can spend as much time online as they want. And 29.9% said, yes, but they don't really enforce it. Ah uh, ha ha ha.
1: Do you have limits? Yeah.
0: But like, I get around them. Yeah. So students, like, how old? Uh, This was primary and secondary school in the UK. Oh, okay, so this was kids. Yeah.
1: These aren't, like, college students. These are, like, legit kids. Yes.
0: Only 44% of students' parents talk to them about online safety. 32% of students say their parents help them with privacy settings. Yeah, uh, found that children have a high level of digital literacy and understand the importance of privacy (laughs) and online safety, but say that their parents don't. 72% (laughs) say their
1: parents don't know how to use online yes, yep, God, Andy, when are we going to be in that group of parents like when are we in that age range where we're like, yeah, I don't know what's going on,
0: like what the hell is this insta shit <laughs> shit shit I already sometimes go, what the frick is snapchat i don't, i don't i don't get I don't
1: get snapchat like I don't understand where this co- oh uh, fucking like i don't know.
0: You know how long it took me to realize that once I look at a chat message in Snapchat, as soon as I, you know, go somewhere else and come back, it will be gone. Isn't that the point of Snapchat? Well, yes, but now, like, if you're, like, chatting with somebody about something, as soon as you, as soon as you would look at that chat, it would go away. Now, luckily, you can set it where you can store the chats for 24 hours, and then they'll go uh. away. But it was just like, shoot, he just told me something. What the frick did he tell me? And then I go back, and I'm like, where'd it go? Where'd it go?
1: Well, you 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 don't... You don't, like, use Snapchat for important information like that? You would think so. Right? Like, that's the point of it.
0: You would think so. I I would. Yes, you, you, you and I would think so, but then there are other people who do not. So, yeah, I... I don't know. I feel like it's going to be sooner with me than with you about what the frick is this thing that everybody's doing now?
1: Uh, I don't know. Maybe I try to stay on, on the pulse of it, which is one of the reasons we do this podcast. Have you played Fortnite yet? No, but I know about it. I know what it is. Yeah, I know who makes it. Mm-hmm. I know the history surrounding the production and the contention I also know that in Australia right now, it's being presented as like an epidemic because there's kids who haven't gone to school in a year because they've refused to stop playing, which legitimately, that's not good. But also, there's probably some other issues going on.
0: (laughs) If your kid has not gone to school in a year. It's not Fortnite's fault. No. Oh my gosh, I just realized we missed one of the big phone topics. Yeah? Yeah, Apple's event that happened. Yeah, what did they say? New iPhone. Yep. New iPad. No. Same iPad. New options. New iPhone. Uh, in uh, basically. You can you can tell how excited I am. Yeah. Right? In like, three different sizes. <laughs> iPhone S Max is freaking huge. Six and a half inch screen. Why? Cost is over a grand. Why?
1: Steve Jobs rolling around in his grave.
0: Not only that, but they also then got rid of the iPhone SE, iPhone 6S, and iPhone X regular. So they've gotten rid of these smaller phones. <laughs> were so even- now you,
1: you have to get, like, the big phones.
0: Yes. They came out with the new Apple Watch, too. Yeah? Yep. 40 millimeter and 44 millimeter sizes. Which is, you know, is only just a smidge bigger than the old one, but it has a 30% larger screen than last year's module model. And it has a built in EGC, which is a electrocardiogram. So an EKG. No, no, an ECG. Yeah, it's an EKG. No, I thought there was a difference between an EKG and an ECG. Uh, I think
1: it's one's German in origin and the other's American. Oh, yeah, electrocardiogram e- ECG is also referred to as an EKG because in German it's
0: cardio with a K. Ah, <clears throat> gotcha. Well, yeah. Why so does there's... it have? Why does it have an EKG built into it? So you can monitor heart rhythm. How? But, but I mean, okay. I guess that's like the next step is that it's monitoring your heart rate, and then you can actually do an, e- oh, an, e- an I mean, EKG. That's,
1: that's what mine's basically doing, right? Like any heart rate watch is
0: doing that. Well, yes, but this one will be able to tell you if you have an uh, fibrillation or an irregular heart rhythm. Okay. It also can detect when you trip or fall while we're in the watch, and if you fall and then are uh, motionless for five minutes afterwards it will automatically contact your emergency contact but
1: i mean that's that's cool yeah that's exactly what i was thinking like what happens if i just like flop down in the bed and don't move
0: well i think it will ask you hey did you just fall would you like to contact your emergency contact
1: yeah but if i'm like already asleep
0: literally you're, you fall asleep that hard i d- dandy how much often how much sleep do i get in a night i don't know I'm not, like, hovering over your bed with a stopwatch. Do you know what stopwatch. time I go to bed? Probably way too late. Do you know what time I get up? Way too late? Nope. <laughs> well, you got up
1: today way too late. That's because that was the second time I got up today. <laughs> what, the first time you got up to let Laz out? No, nope. He doesn't need to go out. He's a trooper. He, like, he sleeps longer than we do. I've never had that dog come to us and be like, Guys, I need to get up. Like, guys, I need to go outside. Guys, I need food. It's just like, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> I love my dog. I get about five hours a night. Why? Because I can do that? I've had Fitbit set my limit to be 5.3 hours. That if I, if I get more than 5.3 hours, it's a, it's, that's a good night. Uh, let's see. Today... I got 5 hours and 6 minutes, yesterday 4 hours and 45 minutes, Thursday night was 4 hours and 20 minutes, Wednesday night was 4 hours and 20 minutes, Tuesday was 5 hours and 20 minutes, that was a good night. But, that does add up, and to the people who say, like, you can't make up a sleep deficit, I say, fuck you, yes I can. That's why I sleep until noon on the weekend. So, yes, I, I absolutely do get to the point where, like, I could flop down on the bed and be asleep within 30 seconds. So I guess I just won't use the Apple Watch. Which, I mean, come on. That was never going to happen anyway.
0: No. $400 for the cheap one. God. People will pay for it. 500 for the GPS plus cellular option. People will pay for it. Mm-hmm. Things are worth what people will pay. So you'd spend $500 plus over a grand. You'd be at 1600 bucks if you bought the cheapest S Max and an Apple Watch.
1: Yep. But Andy, if you sign up for a two-year contract, it'll be cheaper. <laughs> right? Isn't, isn't that how it works? It's
0: because people can't do math.
1: Correct. Um, Nintendo had an event. Since we're starting to talk about games... Nintendo had their monthly Nintendo Direct, and holy crap, they are, like, I don't know what changed at Nintendo between four years ago and now, but I I think they figured out what they need to do, (laughs) because they they put their thing out, and I'm like, I want to buy that, I want to buy that, I want to buy that, I don't want to buy that, but I probably will, I want to buy that. And the best part is it's all shit I've already paid for. Coming to Nintendo Switch, Katamari Damacy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's stuck in your head. But like, you know how the you know the Switch's controllers, right? The yeah. Joy Cons? Yep. So do you remember the control scheme for Katamari? Yes, it was the two analog sticks. Right. So they still have the two analog sticks. You could use that. Or the Joy-Cons are motion sensitive. So think of a, a like tractor controller system, right? A steam shovel controller. Yeah. Where if you push the left one forward, then the left side is moving. If you push the right one forward, the right... So they're going to use that.
0: How, how do you how do you speed up the role though? Will you have to like play like act like the game? You'll you're probably have to waggle drums? them.
1: Yeah, you'll have to like waggle them back and forth or something.
0: Ooh, I like these NES style controllers.
1: Yep. They're adding NES controllers, which dock to the Switch, which I think is friggin' hilarious. Uh they're also adding NES games. If you have a Nintendo online subscription. Okay. Um, four player Civ 6. Yep, they're adding Civ Six to the game. They're adding cities
0: They added city skylines to the game. Ooh, I've played skylines. That that's a yep. very UI intensive game. Yep. But they worked on it and they released it. Final Fantasy
1: Seven, Nine, Ten, and Ten
0: Two. <laughs> that's it. I have to agree with the article here. That's a lot of Final Fantasy. Yep. That is a lot of Final Fantasy.
1: I've already purchased most of these games, but now I may need to purchase them again. Oh, and a new Luigi's Mansion. That's the ghost hunting one, right? Yep. Okay. (laughs) The only one that stars Luigi. (laughs) I like that. There's a a song, um, Brentalfloss did Luigi's Mansion with lyrics. Mm -hmm. And there's a line in it which is great. It's like, your brother gets a land and a world and a house he gets a galaxy, no, it's, uh, and a mouse. Sorry, it says, your brother gets a world, your brother gets a land, and a world, and a mouse, because of Super Mario Paint. He gets a galaxy, you get a fucking house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: Yep. Yep, it's great. Um, so, a lot of shit from Nintendo. A lot of shit from Nintendo. Pop, I have a dog. He is leaving. Okay.
0: Mm. Um, right, anything else that we want to... Um,
1: California wants to put a satellite in orbit?
0: Yes. <laughs> a state-sponsored, not like, you know, country-state, but literally a state-state-sponsored satellite. I mean, legitimately, California could be
1: a country. Yes. To be clear, what what is it like if California was a country. Where does lo- it fall? It would be the UK. Thank you for Googling the same thing I Googled.
0: <laughs> hey, I just typed if California, and it was literally the, like, the... Yeah.
1: It would be, uh, by GDP, the fifth largest country. Oh, geez. By population? I don't even know. It's just so big. So, yes, a California state-sponsored satellite.
0: Uh, It would be the 36th largest country. By population? Yeah. Be about the same as Poland. Jesus. That's funny.
1: So, I want to purchase an electrical component. I only need one. It is 29 cents.
0: (laughs) You want to guess what the shipping would be? Probably five bucks. Ten dollars. Where are you buying it? From, like, Mauser?
1: Mod DIY. Mmm. Ten dollars shipping. Forget it. Forget it. I'll d- find it somewhere else.
0: Like, what, Mauser, DigiKey, Jamco? An old computer. Rapid Online. An old computer. Alright. I'll just pull it off a motherboard somewhere. Really? You're gonna pull surface, surface-mounted surface stuff off of a computer? <clears throat> Maybe. Why? Are you dealing with surface mountain components? Do you know how to...
1: No, I mean, well, it's soldered onto it. You just take off the solder. I have a a PC fan, and I wanted a PC fan connector so that I could connect it to things. And I I don't have a connector.
0: Oh, that weird, like, three-prong thing? Yeah.
1: Exactly, that weird three prong thing. Isaac. <laughs> like what? I'm just making noise. I'm just being a baby. I think your son would like your attention. <laughs> well, then let's wrap this up then. <laughs> okay. Let's let's do this for Isaac. Um,
0: It's the random review, sir. Yes, it is my review. Uh, I am reviewing the USB 3 and eSATA hard drive dock slash duplicator from StarTech. So, not only is this... A hard drive dock, so you can, you know, plug it into your computer and you can actually put in both two-and-a-half and, and three-and-a-half drives. Uh-huh. And you can also buy an adapter to do IDE drives as well, if you if, if you go back that old. I, I
1: have some IDEs downstairs, those nice old ribbon cable drives.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, they you can buy an adapter to use those drives as well. So, yeah, so it can, you know... If your laptop has an eSATA port on it, you can plug Mm -hmm. it in there and, you know, transfer at SATA speed.
1: Which is pretty good.
0: Yeah. If you have USB 3.0, you can travel, travel, uh, yeah, do it at that speed as well.
1: Is that higher or lower than eSATA? Uh,
0: eSATA is, I think, docking speeds for that is six gigabytes per second, gigabits per second. And then, uh, USB 3.0, I think is like two and a half to, um, yeah, I think it's about three gigabits per second for USB 3.0, if I remember correctly, (coughs) are you looking that up right now? Nope. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, so yes, I mean, I was, but I didn't find a good answer, so. Uh, okay, USB 3.0 is 5 gigabytes, 2.0 is 480 megabits, and 1.1 1. 1 is 1. 1.5 megabits. Okay. But uh, what also is nice is the slash duplicator part of this. Oh, so,
1: so it's not just a hard drive dock.
0: No, because it's got two it slots. Is, yeah. And you can take your old hard drive, put it in one slot, yep. take your new hard drive, put it in the other slot... And then basically hit a button as this thing is just sitting on your desk, not connected to anything, and, and it, it will copies. literally copy sector by sector your hard drive from one drive to the next, one to one duplication. So this is perfect, you know, when I've got uh, I, I was you, trying you make to do a master, this. Yeah,
1: you make a master drive, and you want to get the same drive into every computer in your organization. You could just use this thing. Yes, and just slowly duplicate, 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 and then if I, someone. F- fuck something up. You're yep. like, give me your hard disk. Mm-hmm. You just copy the old one onto the new one again.
0: Well, this was also good. Uh, I had a hard drive actually f- start to fail on me, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, well, shoot. There's a whole bunch of stuff on here that I want to copy. Yeah. So I just you know took the failing hard drive, plugged it in there, took the new heart and like the other hard drive, plugged in the other one, and said, go and just let it run <coughs> overnight, and it duplicated the failing drive to a brand new one. That's you know good. And I just plug the new one in, and you know, boom, we're off and running again. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that way. You know, I don't have to have another computer tied up just to basically copy from one to the other. It just sits there on my desk and does it. You know, while I do other things. Cool. So yeah, one hundred and thirty-four dollars to if you want to get this. But yeah, no, it's 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 a hard drive dock plus more. Neat. So. I I really like it. It's a neat little thing, especially, yeah, if you're dealing with multiple computers someplace. Yeah, I could see that being pretty useful. No need for an enclosure. They just stick in like a piece of toast. <laughs> push
1: down the plunger?
0: Yeah, you just... Well, if you push down the plunger, then it will eject it, but... Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, you just you just pop them in there, and you connect it like a, just a regular docking station, or...
1: So it's USB 3... It's interesting, it's USB 3, but that's a USB-B connector,
0: well, yes, because it can also do USB 2.0 and 1.0, but if you have a USB 3.0 port, just remember, USB 3.0 is different than USB-C.
1: Yes, I'm aware. Okay. Because USB-C is... I, I don't even know what USB... Is USB-C like even USB at this point? Don't answer that. I know it is. I'm just being stubborn. Newfangled technologies. I just realized one day it's that's not going to be a joke anymore. Um...
0: It also comes random. in different flavors as well. So if you want to do, you know, if you don't want the eSATA. Strawberry,
1: well, lemon, lime.
0: Well, no, because they have a USB 3.1 mode and they also have just a USB 3 without eSATA as well. So depending okay. on what you what you want, you know, to plug into it, it can go multiple ways as well. Okay.
1: So. Random topic.
0: Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Yep. Speaking of flavors. Yep. Do you eat every color of Skittles? I know people who don't.
1: I do. Kate used to. Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking about original Skittles?
0: Yes, that's the thing. Or are we talking about, like, tropical sour? Well, that and also the green changed.
1: No, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, the lime was better than the green apple but whatever i think Limas was whatever the old one is was better um but like i what about the other flavors of skittles
0: oh yeah like the sour skittles and the american blend skittles and yeah
1: the- like the the garbage like we wanted to be fruity and cute and you're like i don't like this i, I just wanted like skittles <laughs>
0: so within the context of skittles like the original skittles um speaking of which skittles just launched a spicy flavor a spicy flavor yes sweet heat skittles spicy skittles yes
1: that's interesting
0: some of the flavors include sizzling strawberry fiery watermelon and scorching pineapple
1: no thank you (laughs) <laughs> I guess my answer is now no
0: <laughs> so yeah, I don't know about <clears throat> that that's just yep my answer is now no original skittles, yeah, the wildberry skittles, sour skittles, tropical skittles, orchard skittles, sweet and sour skittles together in three different types of boxes
1: i you know what I'd like to see is like world taste skittles like i want skittles but in regional
0: flavors oh like they do sometimes with like the uh the lays potato chips
1: yeah i think that would be an interesting experience (laughs) bratwurst skittles oh spaghetti and meatball skittles that could be an interesting one
0: spaghetti and meatballs oh my gosh there is a wikipedia page of list of skittles products yep there was a chocolate mix isn't that just an m&m
1: uh it depends. Does it taste like chocolate or is it chocolate? I, th-
0: I, I don't know. If it
1: tastes like chocolate, no, that is a chocolate skittle. If it is chocolate, that's an M&M.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there like an April Fools thing there where you would put like a bag of Skittles and a bag of M&Ms together? Yep. It's just that's just wrong. That's that's mean. It's way too mean. But no, yeah, normally if I get a bag of Skittles, I will eat all the Skittles in the bag yes usually yes granted I want my freaking lime I want my lime skittles back you know they sold packages of just lime skittles recently what <laughs> just so you know yes our family seems to be strongly <laughs> opinionated about our skittles Yeah.
1: yeah uh there's the long lost lime
0: skittles okay well well I'll limited edition lime is uh, back for the time being yeah just like but yeah Baja Blast is now going away no it's not no Lime is now back no it's not ha <laughs> ha 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 alright I think that's it yep uh, that's a wrap this has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast if you have any questions comments concerns corrections suggestions remarks reviews rebukes retorts or just rants feel free to contact us You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.